0: You're listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines, and most of you know who we are uh, from being in and around the hair business for 25 years. It is my great pleasure and honor to welcome this gentleman to our broadcast. This is also the launch of our daily uh, podcast, I should say. Mr. Howard Baker, uh, you are the person behind this new organization or association, I should call it. Uh, the Male Cosmetologists Association, and so I just wanted you to come on and share your thoughts, and let's have some uh, discussion around uh, this topic. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Carrie. Good afternoon, and thank you again for having me this afternoon on your broadcast. Well, absolutely, absolutely. Now, uh, Mr. Baker, so you are a licensed cosmetologist in what state? Where are you guys located? I am in the state of Georgia, and I have been licensed for 33 years. I operate
1: in the Atlanta area, but more concentrated, the Tucker area. It's called Tucker, Georgia. But it's a little concentrated area that's considered Atlanta.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, Well, awesome. And we want to shout out all of my amazing Hair Radio Morning Show fans in and around that uh, vicinity uh, community down there. Now, listen, uh, I want to kind of jump right on in. Why an association uh, for men?
1: Um, the association for men is basically it's a brotherhood that has been formed to just to enrich the male cosmetologist. And we are a great number in a huge industry that's dominated mostly by women's stylists. And so we felt a need to create an association, a brotherhood of male licensed cosmetologists, and the key word is licensed, to protect us and build us up and just create more of, we're not a fraternity, we're not a Greek organization, but just that feel of an organization of that type so we can promote education, brotherhood, and inspiration.
0: Awesome. Now, you say that, uh, you know, that the industry itself, uh, the hair industry, hair beauty industry, is dominated by uh, women, and you say this is pretty much why you uh, formed this amazing new entity. Um, so can you explain to us a little bit, like kind of explain some of the ways you feel that perhaps it's a little unleveled uh, and why this was so necessary
1: well you know of course you know it's a multi billion dollar industry and i would feel and i know it's probably true if we look at statistics that the huge percentage of the industry is run or operated or licensed by by women and the men we are just as strong but we have to come together and bring a unity and a strength amongst ourselves so because Everybody can be an alpha, and everybody is individual. A lot of us have entered into a trade and maybe didn't go to college and had that desire to be a part of a fraternity, which was myself. I always wanted to be a part of a fraternity, so I was at one point going to college just to be a part of a fraternity. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> right. and so, but then this opportunity came, so just to give you a, a, a synopsis of it, our founder, who is Darnell Sullivan, who was a hairstylist and operated, he actually worked here in Atlanta for us time. he had the idea to come up with this group, and we started out just as a Facebook group, and we were posting pictures and getting likes and things of that nature, and then it formed into the need of an association because we all had that feeling like we need to create a brotherhood where we would have an umbrella that we can all be under and support one another if there was a need for enlighten us in areas of weakness of education or if we needed an inspiration if we were down at times or if we just needed a need to just be together and, you know, you're always stronger in numbers. You can stand strong alone, alone, but we're stronger together. So,
0: Absolutely. Wow. Well, I so think it's, it's – yes, I'm sorry. Ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say uh, what jumps out at me is that, uh, you know, there, I guess there are reasons that the industry uh, has been dominated by women, um, there are some who say, well, you're doing hair, and that's more so associated with females. Let's just exactly. say that. Exactly. So if that's the case, wouldn't it only be natural that you have an industry that is dominated by women? And should it be dominated by women? Because with all the these movements and things that we're looking at now, it's a different day. So what do you say to that?
1: Well, it should be an industry that is for everyone, and if you want to have a creativity that you bring to the forefront, no matter if you're a man or a woman, you should be able to do it. Of course, you have to deal with stigmas that come along with being a male hairstylist, and those are slowly diminishing because it is a new day. It's 2019. Hooray for whoever you want to be. Let's just respect one another, and we all have our boundaries. But in this organization, we're setting a standard of integrity And it's not bound by if you're black, white, straight, gay, purple, whatever, just let's fall under an umbrella of integrity that first we're men. And then we are licensed professionals. And we're coming together to stand together as a brotherhood. So if you need support, here we are for you. And that's what we're about.
0: Awesome. Now I have a question for you. Yes. What if a female wished to join your organization? Is it accepting?
1: At this, No, it's not, because we are an organization of male-licensed cosmetologists. And we've already been asked that. Why do you have an organization for just men? Because there's a need for us to build us up so we can be stronger for ourselves and be stronger in, in any area of our lives, if it's in our households, in our relationships, and marriages, in business then that is the need for us. Everybody, and it's not a point of, and I'm going to get the right word that I want to use, and it's skipping my mind right now, but there are organizations that are just for men, that are just for women, and then there's organizations that's for everybody. So, hey, go join the organization for everybody. Right here, we are concentrating to build up licensed male cosmetologists, and in the forefront, protect the hair industry that is slowly being dissected by our government deregulating areas, you know, small areas, they're slowly deregulating it, where everything that we've invested over the years, and my leaving myself, after 33 years of being a licensed cosmetologist, I have the honor of, I don't have to take any CEU classes to renew my license. That's one of the perks. I've been in it so long. I should know what I'm doing. I don't have to do that any longer, and that's at least in the state of Georgia. I don't know what the other states in our nation offer, but that's what they do
0: here. Right, and it that varies that. from state to state. Um, I, I do want to uh, turn back to this. I, I think it's awesome, uh, and just to play devil's advocate, because mm-hmm. uh, the thing is that some could argue, well, there are a lot of folks who are now who are cosmetologists, and uh, they may be transgender, and they have maybe, you know, uh, are now living uh, a life as a male. Would that be considered someone who would qualify for membership?
1: That is a good question. And at this point, we are in the discussion portion of developing a division that is LBGQA um, equivalent. So we would be able to address that. So at this point, because we're still on a ground floor starting, that is an area that we have to look at all the sensitivity of it, because we don't want to turn anyone away or turn anyone off, especially in that area, because awesome. you, have to, you have to understand people where they are. You have to meet them where they are. If exactly. Now, may I just...
0: This, yes, if, I'm sorry. Uh, Mr. Baker, I was going to suggest, uh, offer a suggestion... Mm-hmm. Um, and just to kind of bring everybody up to speed, uh, you're listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines, and this is also our new launch of our podcast, and so I'm grateful to have Mr. Howard Baker, who's one of the gentlemen behind this amazing new association. Uh, it's called the Male Cosmetologist Association, and they're based out of Atlanta, Georgia, and we always like to introduce our audience Uh to uh, the folks out there who are making waves in this industry. And so, uh, the conversation goes this way. I'm looking at the idea of inclusivity. Now, I think it's awesome to have a focus on uh, promoting the industry amongst uh, the men who are also contributing greatly to this, equally in, in some cases. So, uh I think uh, to also set up some kind of way where even uh, I think that there are women who will greatly support the Male Cosmetology Association, uh, given that they can also uh, participate in some way. And I think that that's important. The name never has to change as long as the message is that of inclusivity so it can be a betterment for all uh, of the hair industry. And I mm-hmm. think that's what you kind of were leaning towards and what it sounded like to me. So I, I want to say I know uh, I don't want folks to ever think that you're not trying to take everything in from uh, the folks out there who want to give their appreciation to you. And I'm sure that your, your association will find a way to – work with uh, within the framework of, of the folks out there who are trying to do that.
1: Carrie, you are absolutely right. We are open to every conversation, every idea, and every opportunity to bring the Male Cosmetologist Association to the forefront. So I'm sure we'll be creating um, avenues for advisors or even positions on our board that will be held by anyone, whether you're a man or a woman, yeah, exactly. or transgender. So. Not just to, Not to digress too much, but if you presented yourself and you're living your life as a man and you were once a female, then that's what you were once. Here you are today. You are a male. You're licensed, and that's how you're legally living, Then you accept it. There's no problem. But we are still, everything, every idea, every concern goes to our board, and we address it, and we awesome. decide if it's something that needs to be brought to the forefront because we have things on our platform that we're building now. That is the student division, that's global presence. Um, There's going to be a barber stylist division. And I know, because it is 2019, that the transgender, the gay and homosexual and lesbian and the queer um, community have to be addressed as well, because let's face it, in our industry, everybody's not gay, some are straight, some are non-binary, some are queer, however they address themselves, but what are they? their are licensed male cosmetologists? and exactly. they can be a part of us, and that is no problem.
0: Just what we're asking. Saying, yes. Go ahead. Oh, no, I just what saying. we're asking
1: when we get to, a, get to a point of an event or whatever, just respect what we have said as the integrity of the group and come with that because we just want to respect it.
0: Absolutely. And see, I feel that this is a microcosm of what uh, is a need that exists today. When I look at uh, the way that African-American men are treated and society uh, in in large, and I said, my goodness, this really, that's what it speaks to me. So, you know, we kind of, I don't think anybody would argue, uh, especially in our community, that that the gentleman, you know, we need a little bit. Uh, we need a little bit different uh, focus right now, and we kind of, we absolutely have to come together. All of us got to come together. But I think it's we need a little bit more. Uh, you know, I'm not going to turn away a pat on the back uh, or a moment to recognize that we, you know, are coming together and 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 really supporting each other. I think it's a good thing, and I think your organization, your association, if you will. Is a great place for those who are in cosmetology and uh, would like to join the male cosmetology association uh, to do so. Now, um, before we go too far, I do want to share. I know you're just kind of getting the website together and getting your board and getting everything together, and it's great to introduce you guys. And I'm glad you came on, even at this early point, to to have you know to be a guest on our show to start folks thinking about this because this is really important. Um, there are many shows out there that take a moment to focus on the female cosmetologist. But not too often do I get a chance to really focus on the male cosmetologist. Thank you so, for doing uh, that. Yes, absolutely. So I want to talk about some other ways. Um, and then later, a little later on, and we can perhaps uh, delve into the deregulation in some states and all of that. That is a big thing that's kind of going on out there in the industry. Uh, and we pay close attention to all of that If you've just joined us, you are listening to the Hair Radio Show. I'm Carrie Hines. Now, on the line with me is Mr. Howard Baker. Now, he is one of the folks behind the Male Cosmetologist Association. Uh, Now, they are located in the Atlanta, Georgia area. And uh, if there's anyone new to the line, feel free to jump right on in uh, and be part of our conversation today, or feel free to just listen if you wish. Uh, So, Mr. Baker, um, before we just took a moment to recognize who we are, we call a Station Announcement, we're kind of talking about the association that you're a big part of. Uh, And as I said, we'll get into some of the deregulation, but I also want to kind of talk about uh, some of the things that you feel that are different for men than women in the industry. And it could be big or small. Um, I'm just curious as to some of the things. I mean I can think of a few different ways and also does this new Me Too movement does it affect uh, how the men in the industry relate to women because there's a whole different movement as you know. So what's your what's your take on that? And feel free anyone else joining us to join on in with the conversation. Mr Baker.
1: Okay. There shouldn't be a big difference between a male stylist and a female stylist, but it's just a, a preference and it's a choice. Um, there are women that only want men to touch their hair, and they feel that they do a better job because it can be a, a bottom line or underline opinion that a woman is not going to do your hair as good as a man is going to do it because he doesn't want you to look as she doesn't want you to look as good as her. I differ with that because we're in a profession. And it's my job to make you and make you look good and feel good. Um, so um
0: I've heard one that too. Us. I have to be honest. I've heard that. Right. <laughs> where does that come from? I mean, it sounds so crazy. I have so no crazy. idea. I have no idea. It, it does. I have no idea.
1: But you have you have your salons that are women owned, or you have your movements that is, you know, I'm woman. Hear me roar, um, and that's that type of woman that needs that build up. Then that's where they go. If you have a woman that wants to be with a male stylist that makes her feel wonderful, fabulous, or he builds her up in her self-esteem, then that's where she sits and that's where she shares her money with him. It's all a part of who you are. And I have a strong feeling that a lot of our clientele is built on our on our personality. So mm. who you are is what you attract. If you're fabulous, then you attract the fabulous. If you are just middle of the way, then that's what you attract. Um, It just depends on who you are and how you maintain and what you retain as far as the clientele. Um, Wow. I want us to all be under one umbrella. We're all licensed cosmetologists, and let's build each other up. We're just concentrating with this association with
0: with the community. Well, awesome. Now, uh, on to that point now, Have you seen a a change in how you kind of deal with, uh, you know, females versus guys at the shop? I know you mentioned about some who prefer male over female or vice versa, but have you noticed? Has any of your or have any of your clients even commented, or have they even talked about a change, or is it just really business as usual?
1: It's, to me, I feel it's business as usual. And again, I think it's just a preference. If you sat in that chair and it didn't fulfill your needs, then you get in another one. And <laughs> uh-huh. I think it's just a, a basis of that. Um, awesome. It's, again, I'm not trying to separate men from women. What we're trying to do is build up the men. And that's what we want to do with the association.
0: Awesome. Uh if you've just joined us again, I'm Carrie Hines and this is the Hair Radio show. It is my pleasure to have this conversation today and we'll be doing so at about this time each day and we'll be uh kind of broadcasting this across we have like about 7 or 8 different platforms which include Spotify and Google and quite a few others and you'll be able to uh google this on uh, just the internet period, and uh, be able to locate this broadcast. And so, I'm really, really excited. And of course, we're returning to regular daily broadcasting on Block Talk in the very near future, in which we will be on from six in the morning till nine Eastern. Uh, Mr. Baker, I want you to stay with us. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more, and I do want to switch it up a little bit. I want to ask you about the deregulation and how you feel about that. Uh, we're talking about uh, cosmetology today, and men in cosmetology, uh, but we're also talking about some of the broader uh, things that are affecting the industry. But before we move along, I just wanted to double-check. If there's anyone else who's joined us on the line, uh, this is a great time to speak up and just say hello and uh, any thoughts that you might like to share on the industry today. We'd love to hear from you. And you're welcome to just listen. Okay, as we continue on uh so mr baker let's turn to deregulation we know that it varies state to state and you know and for me uh being a person who has followed the hair and beauty industry since 1995 closely uh and uh you know for every turn i keep in touch with the folks out in texas i keep in touch with the different states and those who require that you continue your education and those who don't and uh, the, the rules that change from, you know, they require the barbers to do this, they require for natural hair to do that, they require for braiders to do this and this state and not that state and this state and that state and so forth and so on. It's a big, big thing. And I wish that it was for me, and I'm not in the industry on the level that you guys are, I'm in a different way in a totally different area. But for me, it seems that to have something a little bit more, on to have it, perhaps federally regulated to me seems the best way to ensure that you would have uh, the same kind of quality across the board. But that's me. How do you feel uh, with all the deregulation, uh, in your opinion, um, that's going on? What do you say?
1: Well, I believe it's being attacked from both ways. You have the deregulation done by legislations of each state where they are taking portions of what we have had to learn and maintain for years and say, no, you don't Like me to just mention that. We don't have to have that any longer. If it's braiders, if you don't have to have a license to do that, um, because I believe they can't capture every dollar that we make, so why not just find a way to tax all of it some other different kind of way? Um, here in the, in, the, in the state of Georgia, we have a senior advocate. Um, her name is... Camera Johnson Shealy, and she has politicsbeautyandbarbara.org and she is the president in the concern of the concern beauty and
0: barber professionals.
1: When I tell you she is our voice and she is an advocate, she would be a great guest for you.
0: Well, I know I know her well. Yes. Right. <laughs> She's been one of my fans for a long time on the show. Uh because I we used
1: to work together and so we we just when I tell you I have a a big flag that I wave for everything that she does.
0: Yeah, she's she's awesome. She's the
1: because she was keeps policy. you informed from state to state. Yeah. From Georgia to you know they're doing this in California. They just deregulated. No, they won, and I think they had enough written petitions in Texas that they didn't do something. They were threatening to do there. Right. They were. So it
0: was up to to do so, but they they it was shot down at the last minute. And it has been uh, for a while now, but yes, uh tomorrow, like here in yes. Georgia,
1: they combined we used to have separate divisions. you had the beauty division, you had the barber division, and they combined it here. Right. so they're solely if they can't divide it and break it up, they're throwing it and clumping it all together. So we just have to be aware, and we can't go on from day to day to day to day to day, to day. because, like I've said, on the other part, you have the consumer that is learning everything from YouTube and they're watching everything and they're doing everything at home and they're taking it away from the licensed people that are going to classes and buying the tools and the products and learning how to do all of this. But somebody's at home watching it on YouTube (laughs) and doing it at home. Well, I can do it over here for $10. True.
0: Well, that's that's a very good point. And I mean, even uh, I'm in New York. Uh but I know in New Jersey it was the same thing, and they had it first it wasn't the barbering wasn't a part of the cosmetology programs, and then it became a part and then it became separated again uh i mean came together then they and a lot of this uh, I totally understand most of uh i think both sides of it, but the thing is um a lot of this seems to be uh that there are it seems a little bit uh contrived for money. Perhaps, is that the way? I mean, I don't know. It just seems it's, uh, uh, we're going to follow it closely. Let's just kind of park it there at that. We're going to stay on top of this and kind of, again, we will be covering some of these states. And as I, I'm going to launch a, our new site as well and kind of introduce folks to what's the latest in their area because it, it changes almost daily, and that's another reason that we have this platform at the Hair Radio Morning Show to talk about this and to, you know, have folks who have this in mind. Now, we are certainly folks who are as well in the middle of everybody, not just the Cosmetology Association, but those who are also advocates for natural hair and also the manufacturers, the product companies. Uh, We want everybody to have and be part of this conversation. But today, today is Mr. Howard Baker's turn and uh, with the Male Cosmetology Association. Now, your website we alluded to it earlier. It's uh, coming together, but maybe you could give folks the URL so uh, when they get a moment, they can register and perhaps be part of this amazing uh, association.
1: Yes, thank you, Carrie. It is for the Male Cosmetology Association. You can find us at www.themalecosmetologistsassociation.com It sounds long, but it's all together, www the male cosmetologist association.com. There you can see our board, read up on our founder. Um, we're still tweaking and adding things. Um, it'll be restructured so if you keep looking at it you'll see the changes. You can also subscribe there where we'll have your email address when we get to a point where we'll send out everything about our newsletter. Um, we have a closed Facebook group that's called Male Cosmetologist Association. You can join there. There are a few questions that you need to answer for approval. And then we also have just a public page that you can like. So just as the the the, the Hair Show Morning Show has a page that is liked, the Male Cosmetologist Association has one as well. And we're on Instagram, Twitter, as well, um, as the Male Cosmetologist Association or MCA. Any of those avenues will lead you to us. And please, 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 if you are interested, you can always inbox or look up Howard Baker, and on Facebook, Instagram, and I will answer any questions for you that need to be answered. But again, it's www.themalecosmetologistassociation.com, Com, and we have a closed group on Facebook, The Male Cosmetologist
0: Association. Well, I... I think that's just awesome, and for us, over at HairRadio.com, which is spelled H-A-I-Radio.com, you're able to join our social media. It's our own very own social media platform uh, in which you can sign up. It's totally free for 30 days, and then, uh, of course, uh, it's $9.95 a month after that, but you can see all the details once you go there. Uh, I want to just take a moment to thank Mr. Baker. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much, Karen. I appreciate
1: you giving the opportunity
0: to be on the broadcast today. Thank you. Now, uh, is there anything, any thought that you want to leave for the professional male? Maybe you have uh, a person who is considering joining your uh, association. Is there anything that you can tell them that uh, might help to help them to make that decision?
1: Well, just to be a part of the Male Cosmetologist Association, we are here to enrich the licensed professional male cosmetologist through brotherhood education and inspiration. And it is our vision to be the association of choice that is representing the life of professional male cosmetologist. We are here to, and this is just a caveat, that we are developing a program to enter into the cosmetology school, and that's to help the senior students that are leaving and exiting in areas of their weakness. So if it's an area that they're not confident in, if it's cutting hair color, uh, roller placement, um, chemical placement, however, or just to help them prepare to get ready for the board, and we're also
0: gonna formulate a scholarship that we give as well. So there you have it. Well, it doesn't get much better than that. Again, I want to take a moment to thank my very, very special guest today. His name is Howard Baker, and again, the association is called The Male, the Cosmetology Male Cosmetology Cosmetologist Cosmetic. Cosmetic. I-S-T yes. Association, so yes, www.themalecosmetologistassociation.com. Yes. Howard Baker, thank you. We look forward to following you and staying on top of all of this as you kind of move along we are sure you're going to accomplish great things. Thanks again for being a guest today. Thank you so much, Carrie. My pleasure. Okay, folks, keep it right here. We've got a whole lot more of the Hair Radio Morning Show to come. Stay with us.